Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. Did you know June 12th is Family Health and Fitness Day? Well, today we're gonna be talking about how we can engage our family to enhance our fitness and build healthier habits. I know so many shift workers, one of the biggest issues they often struggle with is fitness. And one of the biggest reasons around this is because time is already limited. A lot of times finding time to work out is limited, but even on top of that, finding time to work out often means further removing yourself from the family. I can either go home an extra hour early and hang out with my kids and do something before they have to go to school or wake up or depending on whatever shift you work, or I can go to the gym 99% of the time. Gonna choose that family time over maybe going to the gym because that family time might be so important for you. In this episode, we're really gonna explore the advantages of family-centered approach to health and fitness and how we can make the most of Family Health and Fitness Day. We'll uncover engaging activities, practical tips, and proven strategies that will transform your family's well-being not only for this day, but beyond. We can celebrate the power of family bonds as we share time with our loved ones in building these healthier habits from playing outdoors, going on adventures, or even engaging in fun workouts and really taking the time to build those healthier habits, both for us and for our kids as they move forward. But before we dive into all of this, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd really appreciate if you leave me a review. Now, let's go ahead and dive into this episode and explore how engaging the whole family in health and fitness can help us achieve our goals and provide lasting benefits for our children. In 2020, there was a study done that showed about a quarter of adults age 18 and over met physical activity guidelines for both anaerobic and muscle strengthening activities. This is kind of crazy. This means that adults over 18 of age, only 24% met the guidelines for both anaerobic and muscle strengthening activities. Actually, 22% met only the goals for anaerobic activity and 6.8% met only the goals for muscle strengthening activities. This means that 46% did not meet any guidelines for any activity. This is really kind of mind opening. And I know a lot of times when we think about fitness, especially within the shift working industry, it's difficult. It's difficult to find the time. Maybe the job's not open. You're sacrificing time with the family. There's so many reasons why we struggle with this, but we have to figure out a better way. This has kind of been the whole idea of the podcast is how can we find a better way to do this? How can we be more streamlined? How can we figure this out? Because we know that all of those health statistics, issues, sleeping, diabetes, cardiovascular issues can all be greatly improved just by exercise. And that's not even touching on the mental health, you know, exercises releases all those feel good, happy hormones that help us with our mental health. And exercise is one of the biggest proponents of this. So there's so many benefits to exercise. However, oftentimes, trying to find the time, trying to find an activity you enjoy becomes very difficult. And I know for so many of the shift workers, like I was saying, that I've worked with, it's they almost a lot of times feel like they have to choose between fitness and family. And that's absolutely not the case. We can combine the two. And actually, in combining the two makes it significantly stronger. We have, there's so much data out there on how, you know, just having 
a workout buddy can significantly improve your ability to hit goals, your ability to stay on par. I think it's one of the reasons why CrossFit has has become so big is because you're doing it with friends. It creates that community. People are wondering, okay, if I'm not there, why aren't you there? A lot of times if you're just going into the gym, if you miss a couple days, no one's going to notice you're missing. But in something like a CrossFit or a Pilates or something where it's a group, you're starting to build these relationships or becoming friends. It's becoming more of a social time. So it's really important. And we can do that with our own family. And when we have healthier parents, generally we have healthier kids kids. And we know the rates of some of these health issues just keep rising. And as families, if we can kind of pull together and really make it a structure within the family dynamic can be really powerful. But this doesn't mean that, okay, everybody's going to go to the gym together. We don't have to, listen, if you don't ever want to step inside a gym, you don't ever need to. And this is really what we're going to be talking about a lot today is how we can involve the family in being healthy and fit without actually focusing on being healthy and fit. There's so many fun activities. You know, I'll tell you um, a story, my, and I'll post a picture on on the blog for this. But when my kids were little, we actually, my husband has always been really big into fitness and he has done Olympic lifting and power lifting and strongman competitions. And one of the things that he used to do, he used to pile the kids on either his sled for pulling or even we have a picture of them in a cooler that my husband was like pulling a cooler with a with literally like a ratchet strap up the street with the kids packed in the cooler and you know it was just fun the kids had a blast I mean they're literally taking a ride up a hill in a cooler that dad's pulling and it gives my husband his fitness level because now he's pulling, you know, his kids in a cooler. So let's go over a couple tips to really kind of help. You know, we have family fitness walks, just hiking. We talked about in so many episodes, one of the most recent ones was mobility and fitness. As we age, we talked about Chris Wilson came on the episode and talked about just how powerful walking and hiking was. You know, when you go for walks and hikes with your kids or picking up rocks or doing goofy things or jumping over tree stumps, you know, it becomes more active. It's not, okay, guys, we're going to work out. No, they're going to run in the woods. Like this is kind of fun. You know, bike rounds around the neighborhood or even just riding skateboards. A couple years ago, all the kids and my husband got skateboards. I am not allowed on a skateboard. I will break something really bad. But they were skateboarding around the neighborhood. You know, soccer, basketball. So many kids have soccer nets in their backyards or basketball hoops things like that. That's great exercise. Basketball, being able to jump and run and those movements. It's really, you know, when we think about our health and fitness, this is something that's really powerful. And yet you don't think about going to the gym. You're playing 30 minutes of basketball. I mean, this is really what we're talking about. We're talking about 30 minutes of fitness a day. If you could do more, great. But if we can get in 30 minutes, even throwing the baseball to your son or your daughter, you know, if you have girls and they like yoga and Pilates, go to a yoga and Pilates studio with them. And there's all kinds of like now new yoga and Pilates. There's that arrow Pilates that's on the silks that I know a lot of the teens love to do. Obstacle courses, setting up obstacle courses in your backyard or making it a family goal that you're going to run the Spartan race or a warrior dash. Me and my my husband and my mother-in-law actually did the warrior dash when my kids were little and we have a picture. I'll put that in the the blog post too, but there's actually a picture 
of my kids all dressed up, we're covered in mud from the Warrior Dash. It was really a fun time. So, you know, even making a goal like that, saying that as a family, you're going to work towards this goal. And, you know, when you have bigger goals like this, it helps build all those healthier habits. It helps build the healthier habits of fitness. Maybe we're working on running or climbing or pulling ourselves up. And then it's working on our nutrition end of it. We're eating a little bit better. We're making better choices with food. Maybe we're deciding, hey, you know what? I really don't need that ice cream at the end of dinner. Maybe I'll have a couple strawberries. You know, we're making better choices because that goal is in mind. And you know, a lot of times if you can put a competition around a goal, this was kind of one of the secrets when I went from corporate wellness and it really worked in corporate wellness too. But when I started doing um, events for shift workers, really that competition became more prominent. I think a lot of times because most of the employees were more male. So having that competition was huge and we could have had a competition with anything. A lot of times it was competitions with the, um, the, strength calipers who had the strongest grip. We had other competitions of who could for pulmonary lung function. We would have just the guys competing over who could have the best pulmonary lung function. I mean, it was anything that they could make a competition at. And that's really became how we got a lot of people into the events with through competition. So if you know you're a competitive family, you know, this is great being able to add this competitive nature and have this bigger goal so that you can kind of build and work on it together. And if you're doing something like this, really put a prize at the end of this. You know, whoever wins maybe gets to pick where you go on family vacation or gets to pick, you know, what's the next family activity that you're going to do and things like that that help build that relationship. It actually builds such a stronger relationship. One of the biggest things me and my kids have been into lately has been pickleball. We absolutely love pickleball. And I'm going to tell you a funny story. So we got into pickleball last uh, last year when we went camping, we were at a campsite and they had pickleball courts. And of course, my kids had to go buy the pickleball paddles and we were playing, but we didn't know at first you played pickleball more like a ping pong, not a tennis. So here's the four of us. Well, really five of us, but we kind of had to rotate one in and out all running around like crazy lunatics around this pickleball court trying to play pickleball like we were play tennis. Finally, we got the hang out of it that we should not be hitting the ball this hard. <laughs> and then we started playing it more like a ping pong and it became really fun. We're communicating. That was one of the things I think when we started playing pickleball that was really hard is because we weren't communicating as a family. You know, someone wasn't calling the ball. I got it. You got it. You know, you hang here. I'll go back. Our communication wasn't there. But as we started playing over the week, we started realizing, okay, we have to communicate a lot better. And I really feel that being able to communicate on a court really translates to be able to communicate as a family a little bit better. You're giving more directions and it's things like that. Again, we're talking about these things. And you know, the crazy thing is I have now basically three teenagers. As a parent, I think one of the hardest parts about being a parent is probably those teenage years. For me, it's been it's been a little difficult. You know, they have days where they absolutely love you and there's days where you're ruining their life and you're the worst parent in the world. And, you know, if you can find time to spend with your teens where they're laughing and having fun and kind of all that stress of raising teens and kids kind of fades away and you become like a really cohesive family unit. And I think that's the beauty of sports in itself is that we can have the ability 
ability to do that. But if pickleball is not your thing, there's tennis, jumping rope. Oh my goodness. How many of you have a trampoline in your backyard? Get on the trampoline with your kids. Have fun. Goodness, jumping just for like two minutes builds up a sweat. We just got rid of our trampoline as our kids are getting older and weren't using it. I remember when the kids were little, I mean, we would go out after after dinner and just jump with the kids and the ch- kids would be jumping for like 30 minutes. And I, I maybe had a couple minutes in me before like my legs are burning and my butt is burning. It is a workout. So even doing something like that, Frisbee, we have, um because we camp a lot, we do something we called Frisbee squats. So my husband came up with this game when they were little. I think my son was probably only two or three years old when we were camping the one year. And basically, what it was is we got really tired of our kids throwing the frisbee and we were just running for the frisbee like no one was focusing on throwing it to the person so my husband came up with this idea that if you have a bad throw with a frisbee you have to do three squats if you catch somebody's throw the person that threw it has to do three squats. So this worked actually amazing because the kids were really focusing on getting you that frisbee because they didn't want to not, they didn't want to squat because they had a bad throw. But then they also really focused on getting it good enough to you, but where you couldn't catch it. And it was funny because we're actually now having to sprint a couple feet either way, trying to catch this frisbee because now their throwing is on point. And it's funny, all of us would walk away and our butts and legs were hurting. I remember the kids, because they were little when we first started this, they're trying to climb up into the camper and they're like crying that their legs are so sore from doing Frisbee squats. But it's funny, till this day, we still play Frisbee squats. They still like it. And we've done Frisbee burpees, not as fun as Frisbee squats. I hate burpees. That was not a good one. But whatever you like, you know, it's really about doing, working out and not feel feel like you're working out. Listen, even if any of that is not your thing, You have things like gardening. Gardening can be a great activity, you know, especially if maybe you're not really kneeling very long. You may be sitting in a low squat that really helps to build your mobility and flexibility. You know, things like even raking leaves or planting or digging holes, the, you know, It's amazing when you're raking leaves, how much, because it's not an activity you do very often. So when you do it, you really feel it the next day, but it's all things like this that actually get us out and going. And, you know, if you are looking for things, let's say it's raining out, you know, if you have things like trampoline parks or indoor rock climbing or roller skating, roller skating is coming back really big. I mean, these are all ways that we can build fitness without having to focus on fitness. And I think a lot of times, once you focus on moving, you're more likely to eat better because you're more likely to feel better. And it helps build those healthier habits much easier without having to take more time away for the family. Because really, we were talking about it in um, last week's episode. If you listen to Finding the 25th Hour, we talked about, you know, how can we activity stack? You know, how can we stack these activities? This is a great way of doing more with less time. We're building time with the family. We're creating fun memories and we're getting healthier because really, you know, at the end of COVID, what we realized is our health is really fragile when we are not taking care of underlying issues and making sure that we are keeping a healthy weight. We're being active. We're eating good foods. This is really important in making sure that we are keeping our heart healthy. We are keeping our metabolism functioning, that we are really focusing on building health in our joints and our 
our mobility and really, really focusing on how we can keep moving, how we can create a better environment for our kids. Because I'll tell you, if kids are brought up around fitness and have a priority around it, they're going to bring that up as they get older. And if you're more active, you're more healthy, you're more likely not to have issues like diabetes or mobility issues or heart-related issues. So if we can, quote unquote, stack the cards in our favor by really focusing on family and focusing on fitness and really building a healthy family dynamic. I think this is really going to be what brings us together. And I love the fact that June 12th is Family Health and Fitness Day. So if you guys have the time, grab your family or your friends or whoever you have, grab them and do a fun activity. Go for a bike ride, go for a hike, go do any of the things we talked about because it really helps build that community. It builds our sense of health and well-being and the easiest way to build healthy habits is to not focus on building healthy habits because when we're just doing something we love we are more likely to keep it up i hope you guys enjoyed this episode don't forget to subscribe so you can hear all the great episodes coming week after week and enjoy your summer i'll talk to you all next week